You're listening to WTSN, and this is Fleet News Pulse. This cycle, on the pulse. Skirmishes in Atlantis. Caltrons grow bold in their attacks. Pirates attempt to take new territory. And an in-depth discussion of the economics of border space. But first, our regular news roundup. All this on the pulse. Here is the news roundup of recent events in the operational area of the 4th Light Division. The division deployed to Volantis Sector 2 after receiving reports of significant Kralian military chatter purporting to have hacked the gate from Sierra system in hot pursuit of the Forerunner artifact recently recovered from a Kralian religious site in the Erebus system. The 4th Light Division engaged and destroyed an advance guard closing on the gate. In Volantis 3, a major Kralian expeditionary force was endangering local stations. The 4th Light Division successfully fended them off and also a few Caltrons that turned up who were equally hostile to the Kralians. During mop-up operations against the Caltrons, the 4th Light Division received an urgent distress call from Promethean Command, which was under major assault from Hegemony forces. Two automated weapons platforms were lost, but thanks to the rapid and heroic actions of TSN Sabre, Horizon and Viper, all stations and shipyards were preserved intact. Despite the presence of several command ships and major Kralian fleets, the Kralians also deployed high-V kinetic asteroid strikes at the command base, all of which were either intercepted or failed to achieve a proper target lock. In the Ariatis system, there has been an increase in pirate activity which could have a significant impact to trade volume as a result of recent Kralian incursions. The Fort Light Division was assigned piracy suppression operations. It was also ordered to keep an eye out for any indication of TSN or ISS vessels going renegade following reports of low morale in the wake of the frequent Kralian raids over the last several months with their inevitable civilian casualties. During the patrol, two vessels showed indications of rogue activity and were apprehended. Multiple neutral ships were interdicted based on possible falsified cargo manifests and questionable histories of their captains. A pod of space whales was detected in Sector 5, followed closely by a small group of Torgoth vessels. The division dispatched the Torgoths and requested specialists to herd the whales to the preserve in Atlantis. All pirate activity detected by the division was eliminated, and the Ariatis system can now report an increased security index to civilian and corporate traffic management. Thanks to a business boom generated by the Cerberus Trade Convention, many major companies such as Grand Sierra Industries and Universal Exports are reporting an increase in their stock prices. Indeed, the economic health of the entire border region is improving substantially. In addition to a much-needed economic boost among the USFP worlds, neighboring systems are also seeing a rise in their individual economies, especially in retail. We are joined today by top economists Janet Krugman and Marvin Greenspan. Welcome to Fleet News Pulse. Thank you. Well, of course, it's my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. Coinciding with the Cerberus Trade Convention, we saw a rise in the Spiral Arm Stock Index by a full two points. Seems that sentients everywhere were paying close attention to the goings-on at the CTC. That was a huge bump for a trade conference based in border space. Your thoughts? Well, if you don't mind me starting this off, I'm sure you don't. We are seeing a strange bump in the markets around that time, but as you know, I'm sure you do know, the SASE has been fluctuating rapidly as of late. 
If you take a look, for example, at the average of high-functioning markets... Oh, here we go. Picking and choosing which markets to follow. <laughs> well, yeah, you'll have to excuse me. I didn't know that we were going to be studying every single economy from every single planet out there. The SASI has been the agreed-upon index of companies and system economies for decades. I believe you just don't want to look at developing worlds with smaller economies because it hurts the bottom line. <laughs> I'm not quite sure that's the case. No, no. Janet, go ahead. Think about the situation with Nantech and the Exora conglomerate. Nantech was clearly not counted in the index, and rightly so, due to their regular weapons tests and obvious support of rogue states. But Exora had their DCH credit ranking tank even before the controversy surrounding Exora 7. Their commerce was clearly sound, and they had an ongoing trade agreement with one of the largest economic forces in this part of space. The only way that could have happened is if someone devalued both their GDP and their export values. And what do you think that led to? Marvin, you serve on the credit rating board at Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe Financial Services. Can you explain this? Yes, Marvin, please. And then tell us how your personal portfolio is doing. Do any short sales lately? Well, well, well we, we don't, of course. We don't comment on internal ratings decisions. But I have to ask, how, how did you get my personal... A space duck told me. You'll see more in my article next cycle. This, this is disgraceful. I did not agree to come onto the Fleet News Network to be ambushed in this way. This is shoddy journalism at its finest. And I tell you now, I will not stand for this. Fortunately, Mr. Greenspan, you are still seated. Hmm. Janet Krugman, Marvin Greenspan, thank you very much for making this an animated discussion. Back to you in the studio. That's all we have for this cycle. Join us next time as we delve further into the news and views of Promethean Command. This has been Fleet News Pulse. This is WTSN, the Fleet News Service, the spark in the dark.